You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. to grind a hardcore podcast and i have no idea what episode this is is this patreon or is this a regular episode what are we doing right now um not this patreon is like a, this okay, is an ot this is like a little yeah. okay a yeah a little ot a little ot all right sounds good i'm a little out of Do it we have as, to explain uh, what I, overtime is to pat no he no, knows he's, he's been doing the engineering in the back he's doing good i'm also no, a true athlete know the actual definition of what overtime means <laughs> yo like you, uh, that means like so you have a schedule and then you work past that schedule i will say i, I think I, I think our man has been putting in overtime in cambodia with his instagram stories you've seen that haul I, videos he's been doing pretty good yeah, he I'm went also overtime on a, his vacation I'm also a workers' rights advocate. I don't know. Uh, overtime is – I'm not with that. Uh, I'm into a 20-hour work week. True. Yeah. Cosign. <laughs> Let's make that work. Uh, hey, who are you? I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Tom. Thanks, everybody, for joining us for Overtime. Um, thanks to our sponsors, To Live a Lie Records, Close Casket Activities, Run for Cover Records and Deathwish Inc. Go to the respective websites. Patrick, you have to enter a promo code. It is Axe to Grind. And Tom, what do you got to do with that? Spell it out. Cool. All right, yo, uh, how you doing, Pat? You're you're the one who's furthest away right now. So what's what's the latest and greatest? Uh, I almost don't want to go home. It's uh, nobody here is freaked out about anything. And uh, meanwhile, I'm on social media watching people. <laughs> act insane uh although i like it because now everybody is acting the way that i act every everybody is on social media uh being strange yeah strange as shit and and, uh because they're all understimulated and at home and now don't get me wrong none of them are going to be sympathetic to me but they should all remember this when they see me acting strange, that I am at home and understimulated. Yeah, well, yo, yo, yo. No, oh. something just happened with the uh, with the board. Power oh, really? just dropped. Yeah, man. Mm. Might need to get a new board. Uh, something weird. That was weird. Uh, th- well, there's some exciting options out there that I've explored. So uh, when the time comes, well, let uh, me let me give you a quick update um, from Albany. Is that uh, Andrew has quite a setup. It looks like he might have a whole room dedicated to recording. They were posting some pictures yesterday because I don't know if you know, but Sean Duty now lives in Albany again too, due to coronavirus. Due to cor- oh well, you know what? I think he uh, l- last I checked in with Sean, he was uh, still working in the food business, and uh, that business is fucked right now. Yeah, so yeah. That may- he is no longer working in that food business apparently. So 
Uh, well, you know what? God bless. Change is good for all of us. Everybody back to Albany. You got it. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> you, you know, uh, you know, I, I literally can't go back. Like, yeah. I, explain. I, I don't know. So, uh, currently they're saying that there is uh, a 10 day, uh, period, w- uh, during which you are a carrier, but not, uh, showing symptoms. You are totally contagious during this period. Yep. Uh, and that's, and that's what they are saying is going to potentially spike us in about another five, I guess. Um, and, uh, you know, you see people on social media getting real crazy about this, getting mad at each other, moralizing all this nonsense. Here's all it means to me is if I go to where all of my stuff is, my mother's house, and attempt to sleep there for even a day, uh, I could potentially bring sickness to my mother and my aunt, both of whom are old ladies. Uh, Everything's back. I I just closed out, actually. Okay. I was trying to close Uh, something else on my computer. We're we're back. So it cut off where you might come home, bring uh, sickness to your mom and your aunt, and then they would potentially make my father sick. My father's 78 years old, diabetic. Uh, if, it, if he gets sick during – he's going to get sick eventually. But if he gets sick during prime time, like when everybody's at the hospital, uh, they might just look at him and go, uh, yeah, we're not wasting services on you. You know what I mean? You yeah, are an old what, fucking man. That's what they've been saying in a lot of places. A lot of like nurses and doctors are going to have to make – like kind of they have like this calculus that they have to kind of yep. be like, well, there's two beds next to each other. You know, someone say like your father is is in one and then someone say more like you is in another. I mean, I'd pick your father, but they'd probably pick you. Well, yeah, I, I heard that that's a situation in Italy that they've had to do is basically yeah. like who's got the who's got the longer life in front of them and who's more likely to recover from this. OK, right then they don't have the supplies for both. It, Pat, is there Sorry, a chance of your, your dad getting like any clemency and like being released even earlier? Uh, no. So that was the, that was the hope. And then, uh, they locked down what they determined is, and I have no idea how they determined this because no tests were given. They determined that nobody in Washington County correctional had Corona and that the, uh, the, the prudent move was to lock down the facility. So uh, there's been no visitors uh, in or out. Uh, I have to imagine guards are switching shifts, but I don't know how that works. Uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, those dudes OT has got to be fucking crazy. If I had to guess this whole thing is, uh, pardon me uh, while I get conspiratorial, uh, probably has something to do uh, with with the uh, corrections officers union. Uh, and, uh, they did not decide to let my father out early. They decided to hold him, uh, exactly until, uh, the time comes, although he did just collapse. So, uh, they, and you know, the, he, a 78 year old man collapses, uh, during yeah. the coronavirus outbreak and they all pan the whole facility is looking at him like, Oh shit. But as it turns out, he was just very low blood sugar, which, by the way, if as long as I'm just getting morbid and weird. Yeah, do uh, it. If if you're over 200 pounds and you collapse for any reason, it's not good. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like I could collapse all day as, ro- as long as there's no sharp rocks around. I'm probably all right. But once you're, you know, six to two twenty two forty, whatever it is uh, or bigger. Yeah, you hit the you hit the ground with remarkable force. So, uh, 
always got that to worry about, but now I'm worried about uh, uh, Corona. So basically, I was offered a spot in L.A. to stay uh, f- f- for a time. That might work. Okay. I I have places in Vegas, places in Richmond, places in Austin. Uh, these are all places that I could go to kill some time. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to be sorry that I'm making this the Patrick podcast. It, you've spo- been gone for a while. It's good. I'm supposed to be recording an album. Uh, and oh, in Jersey. In Jersey. Uh, and you can stay here. Uh, thank you. And uh, by the way, I got rejected from staying at a very close friend's house because his wife is that paranoid mm-hmm. about what's going on out there. Now, could you guys tell me uh, over here? People are just bummed that they're not making money. Otherwise, no one has expressed even a drop of anxiety to me. There's no run on anything at the supermarket. Everybody's still laying around the pool. I went to a market today that was packed full of people. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I went to one of the uh, most popular tourist destinations on the planet the other day and didn't wait in line for a second. So that might be telling, but, uh, in general, people here are not panicked. They're panicked about losing money. How is it? Is it as bad? The people that are in my DMS telling me to stay in Southeast Asia because of how fucked the United States is right now. Is that accurate or are they hysterics? It's not far off because people are, people are going crazy. I just sent the group chat, the photo from the, the supermarket I took uh, a couple days ago. Mm. Where you can see, I, I didn't send the uh, the paper towel and toilet paper aisle, which is completely barren because apparently those are the necessity goods right now, <coughs> which makes no no real sense. But like, no sense. oh, apparently everybody decided they needed orange juice and all all of the meat, all all gone. Um, a big run on cereal. Big run on like like it just makes no sense um oh all the bread's gone which okay i get get that one i guess um people are in a real weird place with all this uh because <clears throat> the, and this is the problem is that you you mentioned it you're on your you're on your uh social media feed and seeing people being kind of like in in the space going nuts but for every one of them is the guy uh friend of the podcast andy who works for snack food company does deliveries to grocery stores. He's still working because the people still need their stuff. Chips, massive, massive, uh, need right now. Um, but he's like, yeah, you know, uh, another one of these guys who works for one of the like soda companies saw me the other day. He's ranting about like, Oh, this is such bullshit. It's fake. Nobody cares. And so the dude then proceeds to like come near him, like hover, cough then like he's making a joke of it you know so for every single person that is in your timeline being being safe being worried about this stuff you go out in the real world and you realize there's people who are still like nah nah (laughs) so uh, are you telling me that it's currently a bull market for for big texas uh, products, uh, you know, uh, like cinnamon, cinnamon buns, etc. Those are really good. Um, I don't know. They have such a, they're such a hard to find item in the Northeast. We'll have to get some flyover country and put on the big Texas availability. Um, I know a I dude who go for one right now. Do you remember? Now I know Tom remembers because he knows somebody too well. Uh, in the nineties, where it was 
not completely bizarre to get actual brand logos tattooed on you. Uh, I know a guy who feels so strongly about big Texas that it would not shock me at all. If he, (laughs) if he had a big Texas tattoo somewhere on his body, uh, I've never had one, never had one in my life. Uh, The problem is they're really, they go down real smooth. That's a problem. If you, you can, Oh, yo, let me go in a direction. What What are you guys talking about? Oh, they're like a a prepackaged oil. Oh, Big Texas, it's a like a prepackaged uh, cinnamon bun, cinnamon roll that you can get out of vending machines or like at the convenience store. Oh, Not really popular in the Northeast. They're very, wow. good. very good. Better than the like Entenmann's or like uh, Little Debbie's Whoa. version of that stuff. Yeah, Whoa. and I'm an Entenmann's head, but <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> that. Yo, uh, while we're on cookie talk, etc., yeah. can I say that uh, the... Well, we're discussing the end of the world. Let's talk cookies. We need yeah. to. people loving this content. No, I know. I know. <laughs> so, I like an Oreo. I don't uh-huh. love an Oreo, mm-hmm. but out here, I learned I love an Oreo because really? it's sugar. I swear to Jesus, there's such a difference between sugar and high fructose. It's Uh-oh. crazy. It's not just what it does to your body. You can taste the difference. Yeah. Like. I I had a sugar Oreo the other day, and it was like an actual dessert that you would pay money for. It's not just like a desperation sweet. It yeah. was fucking good. So everybody that needs that good Oreo fix, like an Oreo, like you've never had an Oreo, you got to come to Southeast Asia. I believe that. Um, so... Uh, that's the Patrick update. We talked big Texas cookies. So you, you were, so what is your plan? Are you going to be in LA for a minute? What, what's the, what's the scope? Uh, it, it looks like it might be LA for a minute. I was, I was offered it. I was offered a luxury condo for the entire duration of the coronavirus, whatever that means. Right. Uh, but, uh, that feels a bit excessive. Uh, so, I just basically need my father to get over the horizon of getting sick because that's inevitable, right? Right. And then uh, when he's – after he's sick and I don't feel like – he needs to get sick when not everybody's in the ER. Okay. Get to the other side of it. Then I can go chill with my father, which has been an ambition for a long time as he's been incarcerated. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then after chilling – I can start figuring out where the fuck I actually live uh, just in time to then start touring again on two different album cycles. So my right. life is a, dis- my life is a disaster zone, but uh, who knows? I've just had two, I just had one tour canceled uh, and the other one is like Going so much, it, well, it's so much on the line of when booking agents are optimistic that we could be on the other side of this. So, yeah. Uh, this is relevant to hardcore shit. Uh, a booking agent friend uh, went from uh, a very nice income to literally no income in yep. in a day. <laughs> when Live Nation shut down everything, I can't explain how to the legi- quote unquote legitimate side, the not DIY side of things, mm-hmm. like the legitimate business side of things, co- fucking collapsed. Like that is. 
that that's like you can't describe that to somebody like if somebody's an independent booking agent and a lot of our listeners do not give a shit about that human being but if you're an independent booking agent not salary it's a it's a you 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 kill what you catch sort of life uh yo you were destroyed the other day and if you were yes. a band who uh lives paycheck to pay or like tour to tour paycheck to paycheck style uh you are looking for seasonal uh, work of any type. You're, you, you are You're back. going to the Amazon warehouse. Yes, correct. So it, it's, a, it's wild times out there for, you know, and we've got friends that are uh, uh, sound people. Uh, uh, they're fucking crushed. Uh, so it's not, which, uh, while I'm monopolizing this fucking podcast, let me just say, yo, I saw a lot of debate, and maybe this is a large topic for us, about, if it's appropriate for a band to put up a GoFundMe for wages lost due to tours being canceled. Yeah, let's talk on that. Uh, Tom, where do you stand on that? Uh, I mean, my first kind of... Also, Bob, you like sort of sound like you were dying out. Right now? Uh, Very you, low. You, you, yeah, you you were before. It sounded like it actually it it sounded literally like you were dying out, like you were falling into dying, a well for a second. Dying. I, I something I knocked the board before, and and the levels got wacky. So yeah, uh, do do do. There we go. Better. Yeah, I don't, you know what? Like I, <clears throat> my first inkling is, um, I think it kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, like it sucks for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, if it was, like, yeah. a weather-involved thing, and it's like, hey, you know, I the, the roads are icy across the, the entire continent of the United States. That's one thing. But, like, there's a ton of people out there struggling. Yeah. And, like, and there's, you know what? There's jobs that need to be filled. Yeah. So, like, it may suck, but, like, people are hiring because the supply chain needs to continue to make sure everyone has what they need. That I, ain't wrong. You know, um, so it's tough. it's tough. I mean, I've never, I've been in bands that made like full time livings off of this, mm. but it was also before GoFundMe. But I could never picture the five of us being like, "Well, we're gonna have some money." No, we're gonna get a, a part time job at a bank until stuff cleans up, and then we'll go back. Yeah, you know, I don't know. No, I mean, I think <clears throat> the way I feel about it, I'm not against anyone. Um, you know, it, it's tough because I think for these bands, you know, let's, let me parse it. And I think Tom, you'd probably agree with this too. If you were in a band and you were in the middle of a tour and all of a sudden everything in front of you just got yeah. <laughs> canceled yep. and, and you throw something up cause you need to make a little bit of money to get home and, you know, fill the gas tank. And, and, you know, when you get home, you're not going to really have a lot. I'm not mad at you. Um, I'm not mad about this in general, for the bands who are off cycle um, and for the bands, I get it. There's bands who have tours being booked or were scheduled over the next eight weeks that now don't have these tours. Patrick's an example of this. The question being, what do you do in that situation where you are home? You know, it's not some situation where you're st- stranded at a loves in, in uh, Lubbock, Texas. Um, you're, you're home. You're, you're like, but you, but you're gearing up and you're like, Oh, what the fuck are we going to do? Um, I, I'm not mad, but I do think that it's a hard thing to do because this is a little bit of an indefinite situation. This isn't like, hey, in six weeks, it's all good. 
this might be a 12 week thing. You know, uh, it's so funny because as we're releasing these episodes, it's funny to hear how much the, the timelines are evolving over time. My general feeling and my hope is this is eight weeks and done in terms of the active period where we're all in high risk. Is that, is that reasonable? Is that logical? I'm not sure who knows. Um, but to think about it, the expenses that come from, if you're in a band and you rely on your income for, for that much for your primary source, you might be jammed up and you should probably look somewhere else just like anyone else. Um, I saw some people taking heavy shots. I think I saw John Joseph going hard at people about bands who were putting up T-shirts or doing this or that. No, I don't care. I, I'm, do your thing. Sell your commerce. If if, if I may ahead. be so bold, please. Dudes like that get a ton of shit for free. Yes. <laughs> so not to be a dick, but like his 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 opinion doesn't really count for all that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I saw like you know for example. Rotting out dudes were were, were against it, mm-hmm. right? You know what? Yeah. They were a touring band. I respect their opinion because they got a tour pulled from underneath them. Yeah. So like I yeah. put way more value into those dudes saying like I'm not doing that than yeah. to some guy who like tours on the weekends and like eats a free and angelicas every fucking day. You know what I mean? Right. Sure. <laughs> not to be a dick. So no, and I mean so so I think the income it's all it's like because the other side is that he was pulling up stuff like oh people are going to be struggling to eat people are. Yo, I'm not counting anyone's wallet. What I'm saying is if people want to support, we've actually had some really nice, we got a nice offer from somebody who's like, hey, I just really appreciate what you guys are doing. I want to make a, uh, I want to send you money and I don't even know how to respond to it yet. Um, but it's really cool. So that's really sweet. Yeah. I don't know how people, you know, I'm not going to tell people how to count their money or check their pockets. Like be responsible, be safe and, and do what feels right. Pat, w- what about you, buddy? Uh, I'm where's your, t- where's your GoFundMe? <laughs> Yo, he, here's my position. I'll start a GoFundMe for a penis enlargement or some frivolous thing. Like, uh, y- you know, yeah, like, you don't want to uh, pay for yourself. Right. It, it, like that, that's what I'll do. And my attitude on it, like, I don't look, Tom's not wrong. It's goofy, but I'm a don't like it. Don't buy it sort of guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so like yeah. it, 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 if, uh, it, it, if somebody wants to start one, Look, am I going to prioritize, um, uh, you know, like we got people in our community and, you know, I hate that word, but we got people yeah. in our community who got broken backs. We got people in our community who got terminal illnesses. I'm more likely to prioritize their GoFundMes. However, if I loved a band and a thing that we don't like to talk about because it's ugly, but there's more unemployables in our world than we give credit. Yeah. There's, there's more dudes who, if not for music, I don't even want to reflect on it. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? So, so, and I look, maybe this is bad. Maybe they, maybe they're grown men that don't want me to pity them, but there's some pitiable fucks out here. And, and I would, if I had money, Maybe they'd be in the order of priorities somewhere under the kid that broke his back. But sure. like it, it, it's a, uh, so I, I, you know, give money to whoever the fuck you want. Uh, Ask you know, however send- you want. And, and, but, but don't be, don't be mad one way or the other. If people pay or don't pay, you know what I mean? Don't feel yeah. away if they don't, it's all good. I feel yeah. like the store deal is far less offensive. Agree. 
Oh, like, you're making like, something. You know, right. Like, it's like a fair thing. It's like, all right, why do, do I need a fucking, you know, a tenth, you know, like whatever yeah. shirt, like a tenth fucking self-defense shirt? No. Yeah. But they need help. I like shirts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like that's at least fair. This is kind of like, hey, we're not trying to really, like, hustle. Because you can't hustle. Yeah. Yo, but making so shirts like, is a hustle. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's a hustle. That's dope. But, like, just to kind of be like, well, we're going to sit home because we can't. I don't know. It's very, it's, no. it's a, I mean, it's a weird time. All bets are off. I think whatever you got to do to fucking not starve to death is, is all good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think largely that that's where I fall on it. I think, I think it's like, this is something I was talking to, to somebody who's trying to finish a record right now. And, um, you know, there's that whole, like, there's a narrative of like creativity comes out of crisis, you know? And I was like, yo, that's total horseshit. Unless you're going to like persevere and actually dedicate yourself to the craft, like any other time in fucking life. Like, things get done by people who are doing things and that's that's my encouragement of a like, thing for someone to do while while we're all kind of like cooped up is if there's something you want to do if there's something you've been meaning to do go on and fucking do it and feel good about it if you don't no worries like yo i i set up 2k and i've been playing video games but i got a bunch of other stuff i'm trying to do too so um so make it work good. What's that? Let's go. We play, we, we play an NBA. Yeah. What's good? Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting geared up. I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to get my skills back up. I'm a little bit a little bit of atrophy, but uh, but I did go deep in my uh, expansion teams. I, I started the Kansas City Monarchs, did an expansion draft, uh, working my way through. I think I'll be I'll be uh, other player ready by next week. So so let's schedule. Mm. All right, cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm not exactly like a whiz, so it's like okay. All right, good. We'll, we'll fuck uh, around. I played a beginner level, you know. All right, fuck yeah. All right, good. Um, PK, what, what's anything hit your news radar from from the hardcore world? Because we didn't really make plans. We just the behind the scenes. Uh, Pat's been hard to get in touch with because he's eleven hours behind us and also doing fun vacation stuff. So bless up. Not not just that. The other day I spent. Uh, uh, I was on Koh Rong, which is a, an island. Uh, look, you know what's mad corny and very 2016 is like white people jokes. You know what I mean? Like just like shitting on white people all day. But I, man, I went to one of those fucking islands where everybody's got dreadlocks and and everybody fucking sucks. And it's this beautiful ass place, but with all these like former punks just smoking cigarettes on the fucking beach. And uh, I stay. <laughs> Uh, the, the woman that I'm here with and I, we've stayed in a, in a bungalow okay. and that sounds nice, right? Yeah. Uh, until you realize, oh, that's how it, that's how they feel comfortable hitting you with, here's your mosquito net. There's gaps in the floorboards where the mosquitoes come up. So you got to tuck the mosquito net under your body. Uh, good luck. And the Wi-Fi situation not strong, <laughs> so I've I, I've been difficult to reach. But it a uh, beautiful island. Otherwise, uh, animal liberation tattoo, crass tattoo, motorhead tattoo. Uh, I was keeping track of all the people Is that, that... All you've gotten while you were there. <laughs> no, no, oh, no. It, that that was I was keeping track of all the people that uh, 
have been involved in subculture, but have now given themselves over fully to like druggy expat sort of sort of uh, existence. Uh, <sighs> because if you want to sleep in a tent on an island in Cambodia, uh, you can do so for less than three hundred dollars a month. Wow. So, right. uh, do you make any a, like wink, wink, nudge, nudge jokes at these folks? No, I, I Tom. Again, I think making like <laughs> like white I people joke like they owe us a living. Of course they fucking do, bro. Yeah. And then people, the uh, drop dead uh, long sleeve was enough. White people, <laughs> white people jokes are tired, but I fucking hated whites by the time I got out of there. I I was like I had re- long? I had real racial feelings, man. <laughs> I was like whatever whatever side of the race war wasn't white is what I would be uh, uh, trying to be drafted into after this fucking island. It was so white people were so corny when they're on vacation. They're like, you know how like there's the uh, corny when they're at work and home and (laughs) (laughs) well, you're probably not wrong. But in those contexts, I just it 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 feels better to me. This is just bad, man. I I I I did not enjoy the people of this island, but uh, that was all to say that uh, I have been out of contact. Uh, I stayed at a. uh, at a uh, a Chinese run hotel yesterday, that there's such a it's such an interesting sensibility. I I I, I uh, culturally these differences that like when we're like obviously we recognize there's a cultural difference between Cambodians and the Chinese, but sure. like from our perches in the West, maybe they can seem like tiny differences to us. But like w- when you're up in this shit, you're like oh. <laughs> <laughs> like this is worlds of difference, you know. What I mean, this is like Scandinavia to Croatia difference. Like oh, this wow. is, th- this is like very different people on very different wavelengths, conducting business in very different ways, incredibly different aesthetics. Because uh, r- tonight I'm in like a spot that is going for quote unquote uh, like traditional Kamai s- sort of vibe, and it, it is. It's just so like very very different sort of energies going on. You know what it's like the equivalent of? It's like going from like an Irish bar to like a like a hookah bar. You know what I mean? Like where it's like oh these 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 are different energies from a different people. That's that's really kind of wild. Um, (laughs) I do think I do think you stumbled on once once Axe of Grind hits episode three hundred, we'll start doing the um, subculture expat interviews. Where we start interviewing people like that, who it's whether there's somebody on Wall Street who has like a discharge back piece, or or the person who camps on the beach in in Cambodia, we'll uh, we'll get we'll get full on on this. I like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do you guys think? You want to answer a few questions from the mailbag? Let's do it. All right. <clears throat> Email title was great. Capo's missteps. Mm. <laughs> Where to begin? Yeah. Um, do, 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 do. Did, did, did we make it? Did we make it through the Joe Rogan interview or no? I did. I did, I did not. I did. How, how was it, Tom? You know what? I I mean, I always kind of got it, but watching this motherfucker talk, and I was like, I'm so I'm in. I believe in the in the blue guy. Oh really? <laughs> I find him incredibly charming. Oh, he's wonderful. in a sociopathic yeah. way. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's you how realize, I realize like you. Yeah, you realize he could lead people off a cliff, right? Like when you see like, oh, that's why all the devotees are like nineteen. 
Like this dude is really fucking. He's incredibly smart. It doesn't seem like he's he's a grifter. No. And I mean, he's not. I'm not. I mean, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he, like, he's just really like, he's so smart. And like Joe Rogan was trying to be like, do you really believe in Ganesh? Like that Ganesh existed or whatever it was. And he was like, Ganesh could have existed. And 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 Joe Rogan didn't have an answer to that. Uh, <laughs> like he's not saying yes or no. But I it's love like, that. It's possible. And and yeah. I mean, it was just kind of like, fuck. Yeah, all right. I actually found that part the most frustrating because he he would say shit like, uh, uh, exactly right. Like, uh, so are these stories literal then, Ray? And he'd say, and Ray would say something with a smile. So right. he doesn't come off. He doesn't come off like a total politician. He comes off like he's allowing you to to acknowledge something is bullshit without judging you or throwing it in your face. But he's he's saying the most uh, weasel word version of the thing where he'll be like, where, well, he'll say, "What does anybody know?" You know, and he'll be like, "What?" You'll be like, "Ray, we know what carbon dating is." You know what I mean? Like, like Ray. But do, we, we, yeah. but do you know? I mean, a painting without a painter. Absurd thing. <laughs> Absurd uh, But he's so, very, like, he, his argument, it's like, it's, I mean, his arguments are like, fuck, I can't argue with this because, like, there's no real answer. You're not giving me an answer to argue against. Correct. It's, if you it's, don't say uh, yes or no to the question, it makes it hard for anyone to follow up. Right. It's almost like he uses like jujitsu and like kind of that sort of mindset to like argue because it's like you're using the other person's kind of weight against them. Yeah, the momentum yeah. they're throwing your way, you just redirect. Right, and you're kind of like, and we're there. We go. <laughs> he, I found, I found him really. I mean, I've heard him speak before, and I've seen him play a thousand times. Like super impressive, and like anyone. I mean, I'm sure ninety nine point nine percent. Of the people, maybe a little less, uh, listen to that Joe Rogan thing. Had probably never heard of this guy. Oh, sure, oh, for sure. And I yeah. feel like people must have been, you know, pretty impressed. He was. I think he's a very, yeah, very engaging guy. Great speaker, smart, uh, and I think, uh, I think he believes everything he says. Yes, and if he doesn't. It's almost more impressive. Yeah, true. And okay. unnerving. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> For sure. So so shout out to Ray. But but uh, we got an email. Tony asks. Uh, and it was about something. But you guys were talking about how Capo made a misstep with Beyond Planet Earth slash when twenty summers pass and gave it a pass as just a misstep in his career. But what about the Ray and Porcel seven inch? Do you guys have any thoughts about that record? I've caught a lot of shit over the years for being a fan. That and Lungfish 10 are the only two jewels of my record collection. Thanks for doing what you guys do. Best, Tony. Uh, okay, so I don't think that's a misstep at all. Uh, look, I think Mark McCoy's uh, discography at large is a pile of stinking dog shit, but I admire that he's been in 35 bands and we can, if we were being rude, we could say that they sound alike, but they don't. And, and yeah. I think that I think that that's truly that's cool. Yeah. 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 And uh, who, who's the fella from uh, uh, Urba? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's fellas that throw it against the wall, 
and and uh, like even uh, uh, all of Dwid's like look, Dwid is a misstep uh, incarnate, and I think that uh, all of that shit is cool. These are creative people. Not everything is going to be a home run. Uh, let's all listen to the. Uh, is it is it, Tom? It's not blood from a stone, is it? Uh, uh, blood from the soul. Blood. <laughs> <laughs> Blood yeah, from the soul. Um, Shane Embry from uh, Napalm Death and Luke Holler from Sick Row. Yes, let's all listen to that record tonight because it's Not- fun to fucking swing. All right. Um, Tom, what do you think of the Ray and Porcel 7 inch? Fan, not a fan, neutral? I would say probably neutral. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, when I was 17, ugh, I was like, what the fuck is this? Um, but even shortly thereafter, I, I kind of was like, eh, all right. Um, fame, is not, fame is not a bad song. And yeah. um, the cover glass? photo is iconic. Yeah. The cover photo is great, yeah. It's, an icon- it's iconic. It's brotherhood level iconic. Yeah, yeah, I'm with it. Um, so not a misstep. Beyond Planet Earth, misstep. That record, not a misstep. Um, okay, next question. Newish listener, want to submit a query for y'all that I presented to some buds a while ago. It blows my mind that the hardcore community has failed to create an archival system akin to Metal Archive slash Metalum. Surely there are folks involved in the scene that could conjure some sort of database to keep track of the majority of hardcore releases and band info. Hope you're all well. Scott. Thanks, Scott. Uh, Seems ambitious to me. (laughs) Um, I will say that when I go on that Metal uh, Wikipedia, whatever the fuck that's called, uh, it is... Uh, firstly, did I? I think I told you that there's uh, Albany has its own white power band, which I had no idea. Uh, what? No. Yeah, there, there's there's some <laughs> somebody sent me the link to this kid that's been putting out like white power kind of electronic uh, black metal uh, for years, and uh, I had no idea. I I have to imagine that he and I have been in the same room at some larger show. Uh, because he straight up, it's on all the information. He's like 30 minutes south of Albany. He's definitely a dude that's been around. Uh, but that's the stuff that I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know about his racial leanings uh, unless, uh, if not for this metal Wikipedia, which includes fucking the most obscure demos. So I, I'm impressed with that stuff. I don't know who has the time or ambition, uh, but if somebody did it for hardcore, that'd be cool. Yeah, very, very ambitious project. I think it's possible, but it would take someone who has... You, like you quarantine want an, for months? For quarantine for months. I, I also think, <laughs> you know, someone who has... I, I want to give a shout-out to the dude who does No Echo. Um, Carlos it, Ramirez. What's up, buddy? Right, right, right. Because it seems almost purely passion project. I don't think dude's scraping together a lot of dimes from that thing. Um, but it takes a lot of work to do what he's doing. Uh, oh, People Metal never think, of, yeah. yeah pe- people never think about how fucking uh, taxing a zine is. Yeah. Uh, same thing with a, a website that has few contributors. If you're doing eighty percent of the lifting, yo, that's that's work. Well, and especially because what you, you you use the right word contributor, uh, because I'm pretty sure people I don't you know I don't there's a lot of pay to play on this, um, which is both both something I, I get kind of weird about and wish that people who were doing work were getting paid. But then on the other side, uh, if you're doing work for a thing that 
doesn't generate money, well, then this, I understand why there's no money going around. But I think it would take somebody with that kind of effort, like like Carlos has with No Echo, who's really interested in kind of archiving it. There's a bunch of different sites and resources out there strewn across the internet, um, whether it's uh, hardcore show flyers, there's a couple zine archives, there's a couple other things that, that kind of keep these things together. But if you were trying to centralize it, That'd be interesting. Um, hard, hard project though. But if it's crowdsourced, I bet you it could come together. I almost feel like you'd need to wiki style it, you know. But then you have to have someone who's kind of monitoring and and like that's one of the biggest things. Is if it, like this could be done in a crowdsourcing Wikipedia type way, but there's always a couple rotten apples who who make it so that you have to moderate, and all of a sudden it's like. Uh, Strife once glued three penises to the front of their record cover and uh, offended eight people in Des Moines. And, yeah. you know, like, like that's just Never like, rocking. yeah, like, okay, what are we going to do? Um, cool question, though, because that, those metal sites are, are pretty massive and impressive. I think that Hardcore has just as many, like, dedicated Uber heads as metal, so uh, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that something doesn't exist. I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time, a secular religion, if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to Something About the Beatles, now on Evergreen and wherever you get your podcasts. Clark. I'm Barbara Ann Wild. And we are the Honest AF Show. Our podcast is real honest conversation with our celebrity friends and pros. Covering our anything but average rock and roll lifestyles. All while tackling the hell that is aging and the battle of beauty. Oh yeah, nothing is off the table. The Honest AF Show is available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, this is Tuck from Fit for a King, an off-road minivan. Every week I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Moths to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media. All right. Could Pat do Wildside? And this is going to be Could Pat and Tom do Wildside? Hey, guys. Saw Wildside perform as a four-piece last night with the singer playing guitar. The drummer got sick at FYA and had to fly home. And instead of canceling the show, they bought a guitar when they got to town, and the singer learned all the rhythm guitar parts so the guitarist could play drums. Would or could Pat or Tom be able to do that? Thanks, James. James, good question. So, question is, if a member of one of your bands got sick, 
could you step in and fill their role for a show? Tom, if you want to answer for both of us, please go ahead. Absolutely not. We're two talentless hacks. <laughs> He's right. I, I liked what Tom says frequently about this is I'm the singer. I didn't join the band. I, I carry the band. I don't carry gear. Right. Oh, that's correct. Yeah. Um, has, have you guys seen wild side live yet? Yes. Uh, yeah. How is it? Fun. Really? Yeah. They, they've got a lot of energy. They got the right yeah. kind of energy for the music they're playing. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, drug church is, uh, uh, doing a tour, like a, uh, I don't know if it's a co-headline or not, but it's uh, with another kind of like notable non-core band. Uh, and uh, we we're choosing support and their selections included Wildside. And I thought that that was an interesting one, but I want something that maintains the energy for the whole fucking show. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like set, it, they'll set the groundwork for the energy. Yeah, they've got they've got great. They've got the energy that you could see someone who's coming from not a hardcore like traditional hardcore sound background that someone could glom on that and go, yo, it doesn't sound like any of the other music I listened to, but that energy was too good to pass this up. I'm in. Cause it, 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 thank you. It, Cause you want to hear like uh, where my head is at on tours. Where's like, your head at? Where's your head at? Uh, What's that from? Uh, uh, it's a great song. Uh, One of the it, best songs in the nineties, I think. Yes. Uh, it's a basement Jack song. Um, so uh, it, it's the one that I like. Um, I feel like it's the only one I know. Uh, n- so no, no, there's another one. There's like a big one. But anyway, Have you ever seen well, the cover uh, for the record? Oh my god! All right, continue t- talk, and I'll, I'll send the cover to the group chat. Is that the one with all the bodies? No, uh, no, no. no. Oh, uh, here's where Where's my head your head is at? at. A lot of people. Basically, there's there's two different types of uh, ways a non-core tour can go. And that's uh, prove how smart you are or alt you are uh, or try to maintain uh, stage dives from start to finish. And I'm in the I'm in the latter camp. Yeah, we call that you know? vogeling. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a pure vogel in this respect um, because uh, I like, you know, like another name on that list was uh, Regional Justice Center. Yo, uh, Ian's my dude. And I like Regional Justice Center more than I like Wildside. But mm-hmm. Regional Justice Center, nobody stage diving to it. You know what I mean? So, like, I want, if I'm playing places with the proper stage and no barrier, let's make it stage dives from note one. You know what I yeah. mean? So, so that's kind of where I'm at because my feeling is people leave a two hour long show uh, tired and fulfilled. <laughs> And, uh, it, it, you know, in the world, words of some wrestler, I don't forget who it is. That's just good business. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's, and it's good energy, uh, for everyone leaving that. Yeah. Did, did you see the cover of the Jack's basement, ba- basement Jacks? Yes. Jack's base, Jack's basement is the indie, indie band. Yeah. Um, basement Jacks. Uh, no, I okay, just it's got, an, it's I, an ostrich with standing in front of. Just the head of an ostrich looks like standing in front of, like in Antarctica or something. Uh, but his, the top of his head is on fire. Oh, I'm not familiar with that one. Oh, it's incredible. The single. And the right hand um, side looks like a Jackson Pollock photo. Yes. Jackson Pollock painting, sorry. Yes. It's interesting. Luckily also, not. Bob, this is up your alley. Yes. And many of your friends' alleys. 
Spaz put up their entire discography for free on Bandcamp. Oh, nice. That's yeah. cool. Into it. All right. Uh, J. Luke. Everyone should listen to Spaz. It's fun. Spaz is fun. Uh, short songs, fun. Uh, a band who I think that all three of us could play bass for. Oh, yeah. Maybe at the same I time. I do the voice. Do-do-do. Do-do-do. Uh, hey, Bob, Tom, and Pat, potential guests. I have a decent discussion topic that runs through my head from time to time. What keeps Zabalba out of the metalcore conversation or category? I have a pretty good assessment of why, but I thought that you guys would have some interesting points of view. Bonus topic could be name five bands that are potentially influenced by Zabalba. Your listener, J. Luke. Great question, J. Luke. Uh, Jesus Peace um, would be one band that I have to imagine is uh, big fans. Uh, I think uh, I, I think Zabalba, as far as the metalcore conversation, uh, it's a it's a bit too intentionally super heavy. Does that sound like a like a fair assessment of what's going on here? It, it, it's it's in a different category. They, they have for, no illusions about being a hardcore man. Yeah, that's true. They're all hardcore kids, clearly. But like, it's not like I don't think it's not like sort of. There's no part that you go, oh, this is like, yeah, or this is like, you know, or there's no like, there's no hardcore fast parts, right? Uh, but like, Verge like, had hardcore fast parts. But like, uh, I'm not wrong. Zabalba is uh, like, you know, those bands that we say like, oh, the Acacia Strain, uh, not for any of us. But we kind of get how somebody could reach for something that's intentionally super heavy in the same way that somebody could intentionally reach for something that's super uh, caustic, you know what I mean, or, or acerbic or, 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 or uh, just hurts your ears. Uh, there's a time where people are in the mood for that. And I think Zabalba is that for a lot of people. It's the heaviest that they go. Uh, and in that, I think that they are pushed out of the metalcore category and kind of the, occupy this strange uh maybe not accepted by proper metal but also not hardcore but also it's legitimate so it doesn't come off as tacky to anybody so it's like really quite a it's quite its own lane but i don't think its lane is metalcore no i think it legitimately though is their own thing yeah like there's no one else like that or if there are they've like come up up in their wake yeah are there any bands we think are influenced by Zabalba? I have to say yes, but like, Fun I don't chart. know. Oh yeah, okay. There's Fun so chart, few G- G- Jesus piece. Yeah, I, yep. I, 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 I think that there's. I so here's the deal. I, I think that there's a number of bands that um, are not as metal, but uh, do have taken from the heaviness and uh, incorporated that. So I think they're out there. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Uh, they're also the first band, I guess, I would... Like, if somebody was like, I only like Crowbar, what is some, some other bands I would listen to that don't sound like Crowbar, but that are very pu- just punishing heavy? Zabalba fits in that category to me. <laughs> Has anyone go. seen the famous people singing Imagine by John Lennon? Fuck no. I saw so it, but like, didn't click on it. Gal no, Gadot so I, I, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also Gal Gadot. Smart yeah. Um, but like it's it's literally everyone's like singing a line or whatever, and it's supposed mm. to like help people quarantine. Um, you know the comedian Chris D- uh, D'Elia? Yes. 
he retweeted and just wrote, this shit made me want to go to a crowded dance club and kiss everyone. <laughs> Which I feel is, is a worst Patrick timeline joke. Um, yes. Uh, so, uh, how do you guys, real quick, how did you respond to the social media shaming of people who are in public? Uh, uh, what was your feeling on that? My feeling? Like when you saw some, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to poison this too much. And, and no, 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 I my... get you. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, so, so the feeling when we saw someone shaming others for being out in public. Right. Yes. The whole thing was like, everyone needs to stay home. Everyone needs to stay home. These, these restaurants are going to close. Yeah. Or like support your local blah, blah, blah. So it's like, yeah. what do you, what, what do you want me to do? Yeah, yeah. Do you want me to, do you want me to mail them money? Is that what you're yeah. suggesting? Like right. I, 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 uh, because I, I have a strong feeling on this, uh, but I want yeah, to let's, hear. From- let's go. Uh, my my feeling is that um, my response is essentially uh, the emoji flatline mouth, flatline eyes. Yep. Because it's just like, why, why are we doing that? I get it. There's a lot better ways to put your message out there if you want to. Um, you, you know, I get it. Oh, you think somebody's being unsafe or foolish or we're not taking it seriously. All right. I, I'm with that pretty much. But, um, but it's the other side, you know, it's, we're all, it, it all, the pendulum apparently can't sit. It swings. And, uh, and that's where we end up with this kind of shit. And it's like, oh yeah, that's pretty annoying seeing the spring breakers down in, in Miami freaking out. And these quotes are pretty awful and they're clearly not aware of the situation. All right, uh, Jimmy, two mom, like uh, you're you're gonna tell us about it too, and and get outraged. Cool. Yeah, cool. Uh, Tom, time. I'll let uh, I'll let you go before I sound like a raving psychotic. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, there's you don't know where those people are going. Yeah, my oh, whole sure. thing is like if you're out there for fucking leisure, then like come on. Like, use your fucking head. And sometimes a little shame goes a long way. But I mean, like, you know, I'm sure people see me, like, out and about. But, like, I'm going to work. I have to. You don't, like, just because people aren't wearing fucking uniforms doesn't mean they're not performing very important um, services. You know what I mean? Yes. Such as a very important service that we sometimes forget, feeding your family. So, so uh, right. I, uh, I I think it's bullshit on a few levels, but most of all, I don't believe that the people that are going crazy on it are as invested as they're pretending to be, and that's always a turnoff. So, like, you just want to feel superior to someone, and that's obvious, and that's a turnoff, man. Like, yeah. yo, I've been vegan for over 20 years, I guess, at, like, at this point, and... I know full well, you try fucking lecturing somebody on the shit, they bite into that burger with great relish at that point. <laughs> and zeal. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, relish. And, and that's, that's, not because, that's not because they're monsters. It's because no fucking adult likes to be condescended to or lectured by a peer. Like, yeah. yo, we're not each other's dads. Think so about if you want to make monst- an... Think about the monster who enjoys lording over other adults. Yeah, I'm saying it's like the least attractive quality a a human could have. I hate it. (laughs) 
like to a weird place of of uh, of obstinance. So, and for many people, does the same thing. And, and uh, my point is, people going nuts on their moral superiority makes me want to go to South Beach and party with the Spring Breakers. Like it doesn't make me want to join the bitter fucking goblins on Twitter judging strangers instead of trying to make a rational appeal. Like you, know what I mean? you have so the like, outfits now. It, say again? You do have the outfits now for partying on South Beach. <laughs> oh yeah, you saw, you you saw those, huh? What you dress as a Russian mobster? Yes. <laughs> With my yo, yo, I got to say this. Cambodia has no it recognizes no copyright law. So it, there's no the there's literally thing. no reason not to just yeah, 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 yeah. It, it has no... Co- I, went to a movie th- I went to a movie theater that says at the beginning, Cambodia's copyright law. These are films obtained internationally from wherever we could get them. And then it just plays them. And, and they charge money, and you just watch something on a Blu-ray because it, it, there's no copyright laws. It, it's, it's truly like... Like, I have a lot, a lot of complex feelings as a person that creates things for a living, but also has idiosyncratic views on ownership, uh, what, what copyright law really means. But out here, it is the wild fucking West, and I am wearing Gucci, quote-unquote, everything. <laughs> so so <laughs> if, if you guys need a Fendi plastic book bag, uh, I, <laughs> I can get it for you. Uh, there's no... Th- they will put a designer logo on fucking anything. Oh, and I finally saw my first, you know, like the, there's a probably a whole website devoted to this, uh, bootleg feelers, like, mm. br- like to remember Todd one, that was the most common bootleg fila where yes, it, it yeah. So just like it's, it's that all over the place. And it's awesome. So yeah, I'm where I was wearing my, uh, my, my Gucci outfit today. Um, wow. I got All a right. question. Go. It has nothing to do with hardcore. Is that cool? Of course. Yeah. What do you guys think, um, of the whole movies go by, you know, since we don't have theaters right now going directly to on demand, such an interesting move. And I think that it's something, you think a it's a lot. harbinger of bad things to come for theaters? Yes. I hope not. I mean, yes, exactly. It is. Uh, it is going to restructure that. I, I think a lot of uh, movie companies have been wanting to do it for a minute, and this is giving the opportunity to test it out. Um, yep. In essentially the ideal setting where people literally can't leave their house. Uh, movie theaters have long been trying to figure out. It's been diminishing returns for a long time. They need to focus on the experience of going to a movie and what that is and how cool that can be. And uh, it's tough because now you're looking. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think especially in in the cities, but even even in suburbia, you got nice seats, all that fun shit. Um, I think that what you're hitting now are people who are getting into their 20s who never had any kind of like romanticism about going to the movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, for sure. That's a person. That, yeah. that that is 100% a person who's uh, just like oh yeah well I, we, we didn't go to the movies that much because it was kind of expensive when I was a kid and whatever but we just watched everything on TV and uh, my parents could pirate movies you know 
when I was very small. You could be a 20-year-old right now and your parents could have been downloading every kid's movie you wanted off the internet and then passing it, it on to you. It's not 518's folder. Yeah, exactly. yeah precisely right. Uh, but I think uh, look, there's something to be said for that experience. Though. Like, there's nothing like seeing a, a giant-scale movie on a giant-ass screen. Love it. Love it so for much. Sure. But there's, I mean, even that, I mean, all of us, I mean, we all know people, ourselves included, that are going like, eh, I don't need to see that in the theater. I can watch that at home. But there's sure. always oh, yeah. going to be certain movies that need to be seen on the biggest screen possible. Agreed. Uh, regarding Marvel and DC, re- but whatever. Regarding Corona uh, changing things, uh, uh, for, not necessarily for the better, uh, and this is more worst possible timeline talk, but but uh, let me just go off on one real quick for our listeners because uh, a lot of our listeners think they're smart, and I just want to appeal to them for a second. Uh, wow. Wow. <laughs> this is going to be a wedge issue for everyone with a, with a wingnut perspective, and they're going to try to sell you on their way of living being really good when you're in a crisis. So everybody have your radar attuned and your ears up for people that are trying to convince you that there's only one way out of this. So if that means, uh, for example, uh, extending state power, uh, to what essentially arrives at martial law, uh, you should be concerned. Uh, also anybody that is trying to sell you on a a financial plan, (laughs) an economic plan to get us out of this, that, includes kind of like fringe socialist ideas like meaning untested ones uh not the type that people could argue for uh in a debate but rather the ones that are ludicrous uh twitter pie in the sky materials such as hey bob uh, you want to call eric while we're (laughs) (laughs) you can get one done we can double dip we'll double dip yeah i've actually talked to eric about doing one with us so we'll see such as such as stimulus packages that do not make any sense. Now, you're going to be tempted because a lot of us are out of work and it seems like, hey, we pay into a system all the time. Uh, I would like some return on that investment. Can I get some protections for when I'm out of work with something that I can't uh, prevent? Now, that makes sense, but everybody be fucking careful about what you're being sold because the decisions that are made now are going to act as precedents and they're going to matter for when the, for situations that you don't like are in front of you. Like, like if you like a stimulus package, if you like something that's going to help you right now, you may not, it may not make sense the next time, but the precedent is going to be in front of us. So please, I'm just watching people say the insane things on social media, like just crazy fucking things that like people want, the government to take basically control of every aspect of our lives. These are the same people that think Donald Trump is a, a, a psychotic genocidal, uh, uh, nincompoop. Like, mm-hmm. yo, why do you want this? Why do you want these people to have total control at this moment? I, I assure you, you're not going to like the outcome. So everybody be mindful. Just don't fall for what everybody sells you all day on t- Twitter. This is my yeah. message to the world. Not great. Um, the question that you asked Tom about <laughs> get it live. Um, the question you asked about the movie theaters, the movie theater experience is so great. I love it. Uh, I would, I would go to the movies every day if I could, um, probably, but 
I also think that once this that is all goddamn done, goddamn movie pass failed you. I know. Yes. I never had one. I never had one. I, I never went one. for it because it seemed too good to be true, and I knew it was going to fail at some point. True. I, lo- um, I loved it. I loved it while I had it. Yeah. So, I also think that the retail experience that anyone over the age of thirty-five and really maybe over thirty uh, knew as a young person. There's a chance that's going to be really different. Simon's Malls is closing all of their malls. Wow. Uh, effective Friday, maybe? I'm not sure when it is. But that's a huge grip. I also think there's a lot of retailers who aren't going to come. If this goes beyond two months, there's a lot of retailers who aren't coming out of this. Um, For sure. And it's going to have real interesting positive and negative effects globally just the way it is have the the positive thing of this have either of you seen the stuff about the canals in venice yes crystal clear yeah. like fish fish living in the canals for the first time and whoever knows how long um just like it, it it's cleaning up uh because i saw someone say it but it's that it's not it's not humans that are a problem it's our systems i think that's going to be an interesting learning curve for us if we can Think about that as individuals and not some uh, cumulonimbus fucking dork hive mind. Think about the way you live and how things move. I think it's going to change. There's a good chance that out of this, there's going to be a lot of companies who take a much more significant look at remote workplaces. Uh, I know for a, f- a fact that you know um, somebody I, I'm very close to, their workplace was about to expand, get a new office, right before the stuff happened and then they went oh okay let's let's put a pause on that and then because of a result of this they've been doing remote work for two weeks ago yeah let's uh let's not move to a larger office we uh right. we probably don't need to do that so um it's going to be very interesting to see how this all unfolds hey yo this could be done in eight weeks and and everything goes back to the way it was cool could be done in eight weeks and something else if this drags out into the middle of summer Holy shit. Yeah, uh, you know what? I mean, even the the, the brightest experts don't know. No. And that's, I think, what freaks everybody out. This isn't like, you know, I always was like, when I was going like shopping and stuff, I think of like, you know, hey, we're going to get like this crazy fucking snowstorm or Sandy or whatever. You can go, okay, I'm going to prepare for X amount of time that I'm not going to be able to get to a store, I'm not going to be able to get to this, whatever, whatever. This is kind of like, could be April fifteenth. It could be November. Like no, like yep. there's and like when you look, you know, you know they have like these press conferences and stuff, and like certain people talk, and literally everything goes haywire after he speaks. <laughs> um, but like listen to like, even the you know Dr. Fauci was like fucking brilliant, and he's from Brooklyn. Um, Represent totally no. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like there. This is unprecedented and kind of, and I think that's what leads people. Number one to either freak out, or in the in the inverse to kind of be like, "What's the difference? People die of the flu." I know. You know, it's very it's a scary time. But let's let's talk a little bit more hardcore because I could get real deep because I'm I'm on the front line and suck. Yeah, you are, Pat. You had any other thoughts? No, I apologize. I, I I have to go relatively soon. I might only have time for one more. It's uh, my last evening, and I uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go out. You? My vacation is calling me. There's Good. there's a there's a casino in. Uh, I can see it from where I'm sta- sitting, uh, and I I think I have to go. It's canceled. You know, Bob, you know, Bob and I get a bunch of free shots when you get back here, right? Uh, you, you're just gonna punch me in the in the ribs until I collapse. 
pretty yeah i'm gonna hold you and then bob's gonna lay into you yeah. i'm gonna light you up i'm gonna yeah. change the channel well, you you know it's your theory about the over 200 pounds under 200 pounds if you come back under 200 well you, you said you can you can hit that ground pretty easy um so true uh, he can look like a feather hitting the ground and start punching a dick well you know what it's been a while we're going to introduce maybe there's some new listeners who are not familiar with mike lawson he sent us a little uh, uh group of favorite. questions that are pretty good uh so let's go here spreading the non-core reality how much time passing const- constitutes quote back in the back in the day unquote uh, depend, it depends on your age. If you're, if you're yes. 20 years, if you're 20 years old, it means, uh, literally probably, uh, 18 months. Uh, if you are, uh, 40, I would say back, I would say back in the day is probably, uh, over, uh, like it's a over 15 year window. Yeah. I almost feel like it's, um, if you're 18, it's exactly, it could be six to 18 months. If you're over the age of 25, at any point after that, back in the day is probably the frame from 18 to 21. So it freezes there, um, maybe even going back to your childhood, but it's no less than five years once you get to 25. At 30, it's at least 10. 35, it's at least 15, etc. Back in the day. There you go. Remember the Gaslight Anthem? Yes. Uh, yeah, I, this topic came up the other day. I don't understand the band at all because here's the thing. So do you know how badly, I don't know if they hate each other. I don't know what their situation is, but do you know how badly you have to not like each other or being in a band or some aspect of it when your band is one of the, I would, I don't know, 25 that is profitable. You, you have to be really sup there has to be a major hurdle there f- because anybody making money doesn't stop doing what they're doing and this um, band ha- this yeah. band has barely played for the last 5 years i have a good i have some some um good insight cuz i was yes. jace yes um, i can't talk about it here oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> um gaslight anthem uh despite the fact that i uh, live in New Jersey and like Bruce Springsteen, I don't really fuck with the Gaslight Anthem. I know lots of people who do. Tom, you like them? I legit like them. And the drummer, Benny, booked a ton of big hardcore shows in the 90s in yes, Jersey. Yeah. Um, nice dude. Um, but like, yeah, he booked like, those like famous like Matt Leviton benefits and, and a, you know, a bunch of stuff. And he had like a hand in like a lot of New Brunswick stuff, I think. And Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you know. Um, oh, so what was the question? Or is it you just just, just remember the gaslight anthem? <laughs> yes, I do. I, right. I, I uh, still kind of enjoy them. I, I wish I was a pipe fitter, I guess, or something. I don't know. Yeah, uh, uh, like every big band, uh, open for us once. Is the Game of Thrones intro criminally long? Uh, yeah, it is. Has there been a and as a sidebar, has there been a pop cultural phenom? that tanked so hard due to poor execution. Not in a long time. Delta you know what? Okay. I, I didn't watch. Uh, we are for not phenom. I, you <laughs> know what? I didn't, I, I, I didn't watch. I, 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 well, I saw the first two seasons, but he, oh, wow. here's my thing. I'm very skeptical of people telling me that something is trash when Every, when when the accusation of something being trash seems like contagious, like it seems like a thing people want to say to be um, yeah. a member of somebody of yeah, right, some people saying something. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm highly skeptical of that. And uh, it's possible that the last season was garbage. But here's my argument there. Most people watching that don't know why something is good. And I don't trust them to know why something is garbage. Many people just liked the fact that it had fantasy elements, a couple tits, uh, some blood. You know what I mean? Like, I don't trust that person to lecture me on, oh, what? why this character's arc wasn't uh, didn't pay off well enough or it was right. unearned. You know, you're not un- ready to relax. Yeah, please, chill out. Like People using unearned as though they fucking have ever written anything in their goddamn life makes me vomit. It's so, a lot of people... Like, well, here's the thing. I think as a giant fan and, uh, oh, yeah. and giant, um, but I also like the books and knee-deep in all of it, uh, there, the unearned commentary, that's just people, what you're getting is the result of explainer and examiner culture, is that everyone everyone now has access to think about this 18 different ways and hear, more so than think about it, hear other people think about it. Um, I desperately, desperately wanted that last season to be good and to enjoy it. In, in the face of the criticism, in the face of people not liking it, was it a precipitate drop off? Or, I mean, was it kind of a gradual fall off, or was it like everything's great? The last season just falls off a cliff. Um, the first, I would say that I truly enjoy the first six seasons, and the last I, is it a lot of TV. It's, it's a lot. It's it's a, and it's a lot of content. The first five seasons are very very good, and it, I will say that largely the criticism is is uh, is earned. Let's use that word, right? The criticism's earned. We'll go in earned categories here. The problem being that too many people just followed all the critique. The the problem the narrative sort of felt felt truncated. This was a movie. This was a show that spent so much time being airy and letting things play out over years as opposed to days, and the constraints of it made them try to like finish the entire series. In what felt like, wait, what's going on? You know, it, it, <clears throat> it'd be like a 182-game baseball season. But then instead of having a playoffs or anything, there's a one-game winner-takes-all fi- right. final game. And by the way, it's only four and a half innings. Right, right, right. right. Everybody yeah, like, wait, yeah. what, what happened? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, why what? was it so truncated? Did they not have, were the books not finished? They weren't getting canceled or anything, books, right? books still aren't finished. They weren't getting canceled. They were the biggest show on TV by a war, wide right, margin. Right, so what um, was the, the like, rush to the end? Apparently the creators, the, well, the creators, the showrunners, um, so the creators of the show, the showrunners uh, were no longer interested in continuing. Um, and so there's a lot of like blame shot their way. I don't know, you know, and there's a lot of like, there is a very, very common narrative that's like, these guys are excellent at adapting and we're not great at filling in the details. How, when they had all the details, the show was executed perfectly. And I don't know, I, I, I'd agree with that for the most part. Um, but I think the, the real crime was that they decided let's let's just wrap this up in one six episode season as opposed to like quite honestly had they just wrapped it up in two seasons with the same beats being hit it probably would have been enjoyed much more because what starts happening is the character deterioration or storylines start moving so fast that people are like wait no that's not in line with the character 
da, da, da. And I just think that a lot of that is based on you get three people to say something and everyone else is like nods and agrees. That's kind of a bummer. Um, but but uh, I actually like the Game of Thrones intro. Let's move through these quick. Can you complete a Rubik's Cube? No. No, I take the stickers off and I, re- I, I replace them. <laughs> that's, that's, the, uh, that's the real way to finish it. No, I have not. Best non-human Star Wars character? Uh, 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 Rigi's. Did you make that up? No. No, he, he's the guy with three eyes that's in Jabba's palace. Or on the barge, I think. Yes. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go new school. Who's the, the hey, hey, hey guy from the new one? Uh, oh, I don't know. Bobu Bobu oh, there you go. Babu Freak. Yeah, good job. Um, uh, let's see. Um, Bosnass. Uh, that's mine. Does anyone have a waterbed in 2019? Uh, no, I wish I did. I do in 2020, though. No, I'm kidding. Um, there you go. Yeah, this, this, these are our old questions. In 2020, <laughs> anyone have a water buddy? Uh, someone, in, um, someone in Salt Lake does. Oh, yeah. Why aren't there water pillows? That's a compelling question. Yeah. Oh, actually, I know, I know the answer. It's because uh, they'd have to be heated. Uh, uh, the, the water would get cold, and then your head would get cold, and you'd die. Good answer. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. What the hell was actually wrong with Charlie's grandparents? Oh, uh, you know, they were lazy. Yeah. No, they were they were layabouts. They were just, just like, like uh, yeah. they're well, the welfare the kings welfare. and queens. Yeah, but see, that's the thing that they want. That that was the seed they plant in our heads is like, oh, you know what? You know what these people do when they go home? The people who aren't working, they're just laying around in the middle of the living room. Yeah. The, the problem was that they had the bed in the middle of the living room. Come on, man. Figure something out. No, they fucked too much. They were tired. <laughs> Quite the scene. Do any foods other than asparagus make your pee smell funny? Yeah, if you eat as much onions as I have uh, in a sitting, uh, they can really fuck you up. Yeah. Uh, I think beets can do something if you eat a lot of beets. Makes it oh, yeah they, can, yeah, they can change the color of what you're doing for sure. 270 people were killed at railroad crossings last year. How? Most of these have to be intentional, right? Or am I missing something? Is it not kind of difficult to get hit by a train? Not as difficult as you think, but I would, I would bet that 90% of those are suicides. Mm, yeah. Right. And, and, or maybe a little less, and the remainders are folks that like, oh, your, your car seized up on the fucking tracks or something. Um, yeah. Uh, you know Roman Polanski, right? This guy has lived the most insane life. He's a goddamn Holocaust survivor. His wife was famously murdered by the Manson family. Accused of drugging and raping a 13-year-old in Jack Nicholson's house. Bounce I think, to France. I, th- I, think, I think convicted in, in absentee. But, okay. uh, but, Bounce but go to on. France to avoid going to jail. Continued to make acclaimed films. Wild. Didn't Is that the question? That. No, yeah, that was the question. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah tr- truly fascinating life. Uh uh, you know, this is one of those dudes that uh, really challenges the art versus artist thing because he's still a vibrant talent. He's not a hack. So it, uh, it, it, it it's tough because he also certainly did the thing of which he is accused, yeah. uh, w- which uh, complicates things a bit. Also complicating things, the fact that the person who he victimized has asked the world to kindly move on. So th- this is a uh, th- there's a couple levels from which you could see this. Uh, 
it's uh, you know uh, not too many Americans would be uh, sharing dinner with him though. No. Who now? Who was his victim? Was it someone famous? I don't remember. No, it was not. It, it was. And his it wife was, a, was um, Sharon Tate. It was Sharon Tate. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, PK, you are back stateside when? Uh, I fly tomorrow and I land like twenty hours later. Cool. Uh, so I think I think the twenty first I land. Let's plan. Is that wait? Is that Monday? No, that's. Saturday. Oh, okay. How, let's let's talk Sunday or or Monday. How's that? Perfect. All right, guys. Thank you. Thanks, All right. Everybody. Be good. Be safe out there. Safe trips, PK. Thank you.